spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Step away from the shortbreads, Heather is back. Andrea is up to no good and Dee is alive. Shit is literally hitting the fan. Shit's hit the fan. It's gone absolutely crazy. Heather, Nanny Alice, is evil. But fantastic. She's incredible. Andrea is literally up to all sorts of meddling, whether it be with Ian or with Toadie or whatever's going on. She's meddling. She's got she's got so much meddling business going on. And Dee's alive. Dee is alive. Um, and this reveal has been revealed in the weakest possible way across the interwebs on every news site possible on the front of a magazine tv week in australia it's on the metro in the uk um i mean it's just everywhere i I just i don't really know how to feel about it um obviously we knew this was coming you know we get spoilers in advance and things we get to see things Mm -hmm. um but i didn't think i thought that neighbors would keep it under wraps i thought that like with soaps in the uk they'd put the episode under an embargo and say you can talk about it once it's aired we'll keep it a secret the reveal at least um but they haven't bothered and the latest we found out is that we're going to be meeting d bliss again on a clifftop face to face with andrea which I'm a bit intrigued by, because are, are we going full parent trap on this? Are we doing Lindsay Lohan playing two parts? Like, I know that Madeline West is going to be playing both Dee Bliss and also Andrea. Yeah. So I'm just intrigued to see how it goes, only because these things can either look really fantastic or they can be really, really dreadful. I've Cheap. seen some, yeah, I've seen some bad like music videos or TV shows where they've got the same person playing two parts, and you think, oh god, this just looks rubbish they're not even looking down the same eye line it just doesn't work but i'm confident i'm confident this is going to play out well but it is a risky move it is and the next step in this story i think a lot of people are quite pissed off online about the fact that this spoiler is leaked um and what we've been sharing is that you know i think this is only half the story here and actually the twists and turns that are still to come with the reveal of the end or the wrap-up of this story um are still pretty explosive i would say um but I think we need to think about why are they getting the same actress to play both parts? There's got to be more to that. And how long are they going to play them together in the show? Are we going to have months on end where uh, Andrea and Dee are like in Harold's together having coffee? You know, what's how, how does this progress? Surely one of them has to leave. Well, we have, we've obviously been informed that like this was going to be the summer when we find out the information. I can't imagine this is going to be something that goes on and on for too, too long just based on how difficult it is to get one actress to play two characters that's like quite technically demanding for the show so I wouldn't have thought it's going to go on for that long but as you said yeah I I know it's frustrating like this is kind of like the spoiler has been revealed in the fact that D is alive which is what they've alluded to for a while now anyway but as you said I don't think this is the the top of the iceberg I think there's way much more to the story than just the fact that D is alive we're forgetting the fact that we still don't know what happened to her after she flew off that cliff in the car with Toadie all of that information between then and now however many years later is still completely missing so we still have to find out all of that and that hasn't been spoiled so we can't get no. too angry at the fact that headlines are saying she's alive the only thing that I can give away that is definitely not giving away a spoiler and I won't get in trouble for is if you're a Neighbours fan and you didn't watch the show when Dee was first in it, um, I would suggest recapping um, 
the storyline of D. When did she join the show? Who has she been with? What was she up to? Who was she friends with? You know, maybe rewatch the episode where her and Toadie went over the the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recap your D bliss knowledge because it may come in handy with this whole storyline. Um, they're bringing back a character from a long, long time ago, and I'm hoping there's going to be some really nice nods to neighbors past and maybe even how Ramsey Street has changed. Maybe if I don't know if D comes back to Ramsey Street, is she going to expect certain people to be living there? Mm. We don't know. So if I were you, and I think if you want the full enjoyment out of it, I imagine it'd be really good to recap that. Doesn't mean you have to watch the episodes. Maybe just you know go on the Perfect Blend website and have a little read about D. Um, but I'm really, really intrigued how this is going to play out. Um, and also, does this mean the end for Nanny Alice? I think ultimately there has to be an end to Nanny Alice at some point soon, which is sad because I absolutely love her. I think she's great. She's an icon. I think um, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter, etc., where people saying they're not only kind of done with the story, but also done with Nanny Alice and Andrea. I think, like, love it or hate it, you've got to respect the fact that these characters that have been created are some of the most iconic to come out of Neighbours, I would say. Like, people are going to remember Nanny Alice for years to come. The whole shortbread situation was amazing. I mean, I've never been able to look at a shortbread again in the same way. No, I've been off the shortbread since. You which, have. Um, yeah. You know, Not been the worst thing ever, but... It hasn't. You know, no. Um, no, I just think it's been amazing we've had some top quality drama and nanny alice would have only come into the show what around like this time last year Mm. it probably would have been yeah so she actually hasn't been part of the show for too long but what she brings is so strong and i'm really enjoying um this week that we got to see um nanny alice or, or heather as she actually is and andrea together as like a mother and daughter i just think they're such a kind of like such a wicked duo that Mm. I think just bounce really well off of each other. And I think something to note or something I've picked up on is obviously uh, Andrea's been having therapy and psychotherapy with um, and hypnotism and all this with Dr. Carl. Mm -hmm. And she keeps alluding to this thing that happened to her as we think a little girl and and everybody thinks that Nanny Alice did something to her. And we all know Nanny Alice is pretty evil because of Sonia. Um, But I think there's something more going on there. Um, she keeps she keeps getting really upset and it seems like she's quite little and her mum's kind of it feels like she's kind of beating her or like angry at her so what's gone on there is that going to come out are we actually going to learn if that's all fake or is there something behind that in this week's episodes we've got a lot more about um nanny alice and uh this mystery ian guy Oh, yes. So what is Ian up to? We also see Dippy continue the search for Dee behind Toadie's back again. The Ian twist was one that I didn't see coming. I didn't think when we got to meet Ian that we would find out that actually he was already aware of Andrea and there was kind of like a sneaky deal down the side. Though that deal was literally the fact that Ian is a lonely man and he fancies Andrea. Mm. But I didn't kind of, I didn't expect that twist. That was one I didn't see, which is what keeps me on the edge of my seat and excited for how this story is going to play out is I think there's so many twists that I haven't predicted. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, love that. No, that's so cool. That's really great. And I think that's how this is going to kind of play is all the time I'm constantly going to be like, what? Like, I'm just going to be like jaw dropped with how like the story has just been so well done. I think as a Neighbours fan, it's quite hard online because so many spoilers are revealed in advance. Um, you know, more than I see with EastEnders or any of the other UK soaps. I don't know with other Australian shows um, if this is the norm. But uh, what happens, in case you're not aware, with press is that the spoilers for Neighbours are sent out a few weeks in advance. So say if we're on like week 23 right now, um, week 24, 25, 26 spoilers will have already been given to press. Um, so we're able to see what happens at the end of this storyline now. 
Um, and this is how, you know, websites like Digital Spy, TV Week for their magazines, they can plan ahead. They can uh, ask for interviews with specific characters and they can make sure they're covering the topics that matter because obviously there's so much going on every day. The problem is with this is that it actually reveals everything word for word. And I've personally, I mean, working in television, I've personally never seen episode rundowns that go into so much detail about spoilers i don't know if it's something that neighbors has always done um but when you work on you know eastenders or a show like that normally the episode rundown teases something so it might say there's a big surprise for toady when he's uh, brought face to face by an old friend but it wouldn't say toady meets d goes off the side of a cliff and has a lunch with him like it, it wouldn't tell you the whole episode in writing it's like a lunch doesn't it, it? it sounds like probably you know the kind of thing that could play out in crazy town um so i do find it a little bit frustrating how in detail the synopsis are and if you ever watch neighbors on my five on catch up you've probably noticed that the bios literally give away the whole episode word for word they always give away the spoiler at the end which is really frustrating and something the show should work on because the fans who are really committed to the show want to talk about it online but they don't always want their experience ruined by the whole storyline playing out in writing um, and I do find that very, very odd and a bit weird. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the next few weeks how they play and how much of it is spoiled. I really hope some of the twists coming up aren't spoiled, but I've seen them in writing, which means that the press can talk about them. Yeah, I haven't seen anything in writing. So I think I'm, as an audience, just so into it. Like, I just think it's great. And I am shocked and surprised by different bits. And I think, you know naturally you want to be drawn to a spoiler but then you just want to keep away from it at the same time there's no reason that people need to go get get involved or get engaged with anything that's a spoiler you don't need to do it so i'm just excited i think it's great i'm really enjoying seeing nanny alice back on the screen as heather she's an absolute nut job when she bumped into kyle canning it was great like when she tried to get away from when she saw therese in the distance and she just bumped into him and was like get out the way muscles i just think she provides so much comic relief despite her being a really like wicked evil character she provides a lot of comedy she, does, she yeah. kind of reminds me of um way back in the day on eastenders they had stella who was the one who was like being really horrible to ben and she was like abusing him and she wasn't used as a comedic character at all, but she stuck in my mind as being just one of the best soap villains that there's ever been. She was someone who came across so sweet, but had such an evilness to her. And I kind of get the same thing with Heather. I'm like, Heather was really sweet when she was Nanny Alice, but she's a multi-layered character. And I just really enjoy getting to see all those different layers. She's an absolute nut job when she's come back this time. And I love her. She's just great. She is great. And something that wasn't revealed in the spoilers is her fantastic line, Talking about poor Sonia. Oh, well, all I'm saying is Toadie doesn't appreciate a booze hound. Although, he did marry Sonia. It's too soon, Mum. Who? Should I? No, I should do some makeup, shouldn't I? And look, I don't like this any more than you do, right? But I'm getting it fixed, I promise. All right, pumpkin. I love that. I love that because any moment when we get to remember Sonia is the best and most important moment. Hashtag... E for gold. Um, yeah, I just think it's great. I really enjoyed as well that um, there was a little moment afterwards where Andrea went like, too soon, mum. And then there was like a pause <laughs> where before lines continued, there was like a little pause. And I thought, oh, that almost felt like we were taking like a little like moments beat just to like acknowledge that she's really missed and she's great. Like, oh, she's just RIP. And talking of Sonia, uh, it was revealed this week in the press. Again, a little press 
nugget. They've been at it this week, old Radio Times. Um, Paul uh, and Therese were over this week filming some scenes because Denise Van Elton is joining the show. Um, so as Harley Robinson's mother. I yes. Think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they were filming some scenes with them in the UK. And then I think she's going to be flying over to Australia to pick mm. up some further scenes there. Um, but while um, the crew and the cast were over here, Stefan, aka Paul Robinson, basically alluded to the fact that he thinks the producers are really regretting axing eve well i'm not surprised she's such an enormous talent and i'm sure they have you you can never really fully take on how much element of truth is in that because the producer's not going to make it known to the rest of the cast that they regret making a decision but you probably would have just overheard people having an opinion like i'm sure a producer would say like oh eve was such a talent she really is sorely missed on this show and then someone can just interpret that as being you know major regrets you know, either way it happened, we we still wish Eve was part of the show, but it did happen. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't read the article, um, we'll pop a link on our socials. But um, the key thing was, um, basically it said uh, that, uh, Stefan said, it was a big shock to the cast and took us a long time to get over. Myself, Ryan, Alan, Jackie marched to the office and said, you can't do this. But the show producers explained it was out of their hands. But Neighbours is an evolving show and it will move on. Eve will not be forgotten. And the lovely thing is she's an acting coach on the show now. So we still get to see her. Uh, he goes on to say, she's been one of my most favourite actors on the show. I've been in awe of her work. So it was quite direct that the characters closest to Eve seemed really, really quite upset with the decision. Um, but as you say, and as um, Stefan said, the, sh the show does move on. It does move on. And... I think with soaps and stuff, what's really important to remember is we all absolutely love Sonia and we really wish she was still part of the show. But it's all about finding new emerging talents and there will be the next Eve who will come onto the show. Like, I absolutely loved Mavorni. I thought she was a crazy fantastic talent. I also really miss her from the show. And Naomi she, Canning. Exactly, Naomi Canning. Oh, she is an absolute dream. And that's what's good about soaps is you get lots of new characters come in. I've got a lot of faith for when Harlow Robinson comes in as a character. I think... That's going to be really good. I'm still standing by Roxy, despite the fact that she's annoying me slightly at the minute. I do think she's going to deliver some yeah, great I moments. Yeah, if they wrote her out of the show today, I'll be honest, I couldn't care less. But I think she's got the potential to be a really big multi-layered character. I'd skim through character. that classic Ramsey Street on the road by waving shot. I would literally <laughs> fast forward it. I think, I think there's some great emerging characters mm. who could be really strong. And that's what's cool about Soaps is it's sad that we've lost Eve and she is so talented. But if you just keep those acting legends on there then you don't get an opportunity to learn and see anybody else who you could possibly fall in love with. So Now, talking of legends, I'll tell you someone else or some people who are legends. Sam, I'll have you know. Yeah. They are our Ramsey Speak followers on Twitter. Yes. Now, I put out a question to them this week, and I asked, how did Andrea spend Toadie's 100,000 uh, 100, uh, Australian dollars? I bet we got some incredibly creative answers. We did get some creative answers. They all went a bit crazy as the day went on. I imagine most of our followers are big drinkers. I don't blame them watching Neighbours. Or they had a few shortbreads. Um, but <laughs> just had to say some of my favourites because I did say the best answers would feature in the podcast. So here goes. Brilliant answer started with Nay tweets, obviously saying that she bought 50,000 uh, shortbread finger biscuits. They were two US dollars each. So 
that would add up. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone said uh, she played for plastic surgery for three other women, so there are now more fake Ds. Um, and then uh, they're saying that the fake D story is going to run and run and run forever. Uh, Marina said that, so well, I liked that. That's a good idea, actually. Um, Debbie's answer was fantastic. She said she spent the money buying herself back into the show for this never-ending story. <laughs> I thought that was great. And people are so done with this story. And then we actually had a tweet from Willow Summers. Andrew's daughter, Real Willow, tweeted <laughs> us and said, uh, as I've said a couple of times, it was spent on London hotels, first-class air travel and shoes from Harvey Nichols. What it definitely didn't do is fund my studies at pilot school. Which has been completely almost forgotten completely about, ignored. apart from I one mean, short reference. Are we going to have a storyline where like Willow goes to the moon or something? Is that how they're going to write her out? Oh, she went to the moon. Sorry, it blew up. That would be a new set, wouldn't it? Inside, what, a moon inside set? a rocket on the moon. Oh, we love don't, Willow. Don't give the script writers any ideas because no, I feel like a moon set. They, they, they love like, that. Mm, could we do a moon Could we do that? <laughs> but it was also slightly lit like Harold's or like one of the hotel rooms. It would definitely be a weird hybrid. Um, another user, um, Sarah, said plastic surgery to look exactly like D. I I mean, if, you know, the storyline coming up is to be lit, believed, she doesn't need any plastic surgery to do that. Mm. Um, Cute Baby 79, great name, said uh, Nanny Alice's wig and her incognito outfits, which we have to say, the budget has been stretched on those sunglasses Nanny Alice has been walking around wearing. Fantastic. Um, the, the slightly longer hair and the all black get up. I love that she's walking around in incredibly high heeled boots. It's kind of like, you know, if you had to do a quick getaway, Heather, like, you know, you can obviously do it in those incredibly high boots rather than wearing just a sensible trainer. Kirsty commented that uh, the 100,000 uh, Australian dollars was spent on Eve Morley's redundancy payment. I mean, <laughs> and, and then some, I think. <laughs> um, wine and hair extensions, Megan said. Tony said, did that pay for B's record? I don't think it's worth that much. You heard, you heard the edit on it. Kirsty said it paid the hospital to let her out, which is actually quite a good answer. Maybe she did pay the That's a very mental side. That's a really sensible answer, Kirsty. Mm. So love that. Um, and uh, another user said that it was drugs, most likely because she's a crazy woman. And I think we'll leave it there. Audience have got all sorts of thoughts so and thank feelings you so much going for tweeting on. Us. I didn't expect that to be so popular. Um, there's literally so many. John said she's so batshit crazy, she probably doesn't know where it is. <laughs> no, oh, I think that's probably. fantastic. She'll, she'll stumble across it, it'll be left somewhere at the bottom of a wine like, bottle oh, or something. And then Tony's like, guys, you know what? I know I just like paid out $100,000, but why don't I just do it again? Like, I've got unlimited oh, money. Yeah, I haven't absolutely. worked in weeks, months, but that's okay. Wow. I've seen a lot of. um fans as well online talking about their theories about how they feel this mm. storyline is going to go what they think is going to happen with andrea because they're meeting at the top of a cliff which obviously is representative Iconic. to a cliff like the way d went i wonder if she's got like amnesia or anything or if she's aware that it's awkward that she's meeting at the top of a cliff also weird place to meet odd. generally like you know, andrea enjoys a coffee shop or a hotel room but a cliff is very odd very odd and kind of like would you trust a random stranger to be like i'll meet you at the top of a cliff rather than being like i'll meet you in a public place when everyone can see me they're gonna meet at the top of a cliff is one of them gonna push the other could that be the way of getting rid of fake d and then there's only one could real d kill fake d but not tell toady also another twist what if real d comes back pretends to be fake d oh this is like inception like she could but this is too inception she could try and get toady's money back off fake d by pretending to be fake d so that nanny alice gives the money back that's a plot twist i haven't I feel thought a bit of exhausted in my brain just by even trying to process the the d's and the fake d's and the real d's and the, mm. the, and the heathers by and West. The, i can't can't cope i can't cope i love it 
I'm really excited to see what happens. Please tweet us with your theories on what is going to happen. We should also just quickly mention, um, on a complete flip reverse, we touched on it. I just feel like we should come back to it. Denise Van Alsen's joining the show mm. as Harley Robinson's mum. Um, what's your thoughts You're and feelings? You're all for this, aren't you? I yeah, am. I'm a little bit unsure just because, you know, she's the face of a kind of low-budget clothing brand in the UK at the moment. And that's kind of the peak of her career. Um, and... <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued to see how she is on it. She's got quite a strong accent, which I'm interested to see how the, the Aussies take that. Um, but I feel it's a little bit shoehorned in in a classic Neighbours way, and I would have quite liked to see a new actress or actor or whoever it needed to be coming into the show um, and getting a chance for a big break. But Neighbours seem to constantly think that by bringing in these random UK kind of offsets like Janet Street Porter and Jess Glynn, that's what the audience want. And well, I'll be honest, I don't want it. I don't care about these cameos. My thoughts and feelings on it actually are, you can't compare Denise Van Outen to when you're getting the guest cameo appearances because they're two completely different things. Denise Van Outen is um, an actress. Yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. That is her profession. Janet Street Porter is purely doing it as an appearance to tick off a list for loose women. Jess Glynn's just doing it as a, as a appearance much like Lily Allen did back in the day. Like mm. that's just what people do. And Neighbours has always been about that. But Denise Van Alton, I'm quite excited for as a character. She is a really good, strong actress. The accent, I don't think be much of a problem. We've seen many Brits on the show over the years from when Carl had that um, affair. Was it an affair with, um, I think it was Angus's mum, Sarah Beaumont, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yes, And she's, yeah. she's English. So, yeah. you know, they both had English accents though Angus's was quite weak in the attempt. And then obviously when Andrew Robinson was in the show, he was Scottish, though attempting to be partly Australian yeah. at the start. So we have had characters of all different accents on the show before. I don't think it would be too much of a problem. And then I suppose Denise isn't really much of a cameo because they're doing UK scenes now. And she's also going to be flying to and from Australia to film scenes later in the year. So I think we're going to see much more from it. And I'm quite excited. Talking of UK scenes, I'm just on my high horse quickly. So I'm just going to go with this. Um, Neighbours... If you're going to film a scene in the UK, especially London, as it always seems to be, please, 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 can we not have a shot of Big Ben or the London Eye and then cut to somewhere in London that is about six miles away? It annoys me. The same way I'm sure it annoys people in Australia when they show a shot of Melbourne and then, you know, a random beach or something that is in no way related to the area. <laughs> However, we know that a majority of the audience are UK viewers. So if you're going to do a scene in the UK, you should make it even more authentic than what your Australian scenes look like because we know what this, what London looks like. And it really annoys me. I know it's part of the scenic soap planned, but it's really jarring when you're watching it because you know that area. Do you not agree? I think dismount your high horse, step, step off the high horse. I both kind of agree but disagree. We do live in London, which is why we have the advantage of knowing the spatial awareness of where city landmarks are. Not everybody lives in London. So I'm, you know, keep doing your thing, neighbours. I'm all about it. People want to see London look at its absolute best. And it always does when Toadie's stepping out of a telephone box <laughs> yeah, next to Big that, Ben. That aren't even in use like, anymore. No, I just... I'm, I'm all for it. Keep doing your thing, neighbours. Don't listen to Alfie. He's on his high horse. My favourite bit was when Leo visited London a while ago. Do you remember when he had to pick up a USB yeah. from someone to do with Paul's dodgy deal? And they sat outside a cafe by Tower Bridge, which is very close to where we live. Um, and 
Uh, I might take a photo of it if I can, if I walk past it this week. It's literally the middle of nowhere. You would never sit there. It's the most mm. random bit of like decking. Um, gr- great um, scout by like the location team, whoever found that, because it is a really good backdrop, but it is the most random place ever. Like you'd never meet there. But this, Avi, is the magic of television and film, you know? You can't hate on that. This is the magic. This is what they do. We should turn our attention just for now, though, to talk about Australian viewers who we love and care for deeply. This is your time. Your moment has come. As you may or may not know, the Logies is happening. It's coming on Sunday, June 30th, 2019. Voting will close during the red carpet telecast at 7.30pm on the Sunday 30th of June. We've got some nominations. Neighbours is nominated for Most Popular Drama. Eve is nominated for Gold. Um... Ryan Maloney is nominated as Toadfish Rebecca. Um, and also we've got Best Newcomer coming out of B, Nilsson. Um, you just need to get voting. You need like, to get voting. Anybody in Australia, you need to vote. Especially after all the hoo-ha about the UK potentially voting and all that bollocks. We need Australia to get behind us and to get behind neighbours. Whoever you know, your gran, your aunt, your sister, your brother, your pet dog, you need to log them in. You need to get those votes in. You've literally got a few days. A few days. And Neighbours just really deserves it. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you're an enormous fan of the show. And, you know, we can all mutually agree that Neighbours has majorly upped its game over the past 12 to 24 months. And I think this is now really its time. Like, you know, Channel 10 are behind it and Channel 5 are behind it. And we're all just like applauding Neighbours and giving it everything it's got because it's it's so strong as a show at the minute. I absolutely love it. I'm sure you will feel the same. So this could be a really great opportunity to show to a worldwide stage that Neighbours is the popular drama that it once was and we still all back it. So just go out and vote, you know. If only one award can be given for Neighbours, which one would you like it to be? It would be the gold to go to Eve. Eve. 100%. Then it would be, um, despite the fact that I feel like Ryan really deserves it for his 25 years on the show, it would go to Neighbours as most popular drama because collectively, cast and crew, they all deserve to get an award that represents their hard work that they've been up to. But I do think that Eve for the gold because her performance as Sonia for her whole time on the show, the whole 10 years was absolutely stunning. And she's such a remarkable actress. And to hear in the news that she's potentially stepping away from acting to focus on being a parent and just going into coaching actually breaks my heart because I do think she's got an incredible talent behind her. So um, yeah, I think Eve should win the gold. Well, let's hope she does. I think we put these things into the air. They've got to happen, haven't they? So please, please, please get behind the Logies voting. It's so quick to do if you're in Australia. We know loads of you who listen to us are. Um, And we are off to Glastonbury this week. So we really hope that on Sunday we're going to wake up, watch the stream live, and we're going to see some Logies for Neighbours. Logies for Neighbours. And then following on from finding about the Logies for Neighbours, we'll be seeing a live performance by Charlene herself. As Kylie Minogue takes to the main stage at Glastonbury. We're very excited for that. And we'll hopefully uh, send some photos and bits on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following us at Ramsey Speak. Absolutely. And until then, we've got a really fantastic and exciting special. I literally, I wish I could tell you all the information, but I can't. But just know that I have just been jumping up and down screaming in excitement. It's really cool and it's really special and it's going to be coming to your ears really soon. And if you're sick of D and the Andrew storyline and everything going on in Neighbours at the moment, this special that's coming up with a very special guest is the one for you. That's all I can say. We'll leave it there. Until um, the special hitcher is, um, thank you for listening and we'll be back in your ears really soon. And we hope we're back cheering with a glass of champagne and a shortbread with some winning logies. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.